Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. More people in our tri-state are eligible for shots, but not all will get them. 10 million New Yorkers are chasing 300,000 vaccines every week. A vaccination megasite opens Wednesday at City Field to serve the city's hardest hit populations. I'm Marla Diamond in Queens. Folks 65 and up can now get their COVID shot in Connecticut. I want to make sure that there are no vaccines left behind. I'm Sean Adams in Bridgeport. Impeachment trial day for former President Trump. Sweeping something as momentous as this under the rug brings no healing. Joe Connolly says don't believe in the decline of our cities. Baseball's new rules will stick. Seven-inning doubleheaders, extra innings base runners back for this season while the Islanders shut out the Rangers at the Garden. This is Brad Heller. And we'll dip into our news radio archives for this date's milestones. Something very big happened in New York City on this date in 1964. People have been talking about it ever since. This is Tuesday, February 9th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Morning. I'm Wayne Cabot, and don't be surprised if you are humming Supreme's songs all day. Word this morning, the original member Mary Wilson died overnight. We're going to give your brain a few melodies to choose among. Whenever you're near, I hear a symphony. Baby, baby, where did our love go? Keep you hanging on. You can't hurry, love. Stop in the name of love. Come see about me. But those are Diana Ross songs. Mary Wilson sang 14 songs on her own. Which ones? We'll let you think about that in a minute. But this morning's regional Vax Facts are here, starting in New York, where they are opening up shots to people with underlying health conditions, starting on Sunday, Valentine's Day. That's a change in New York. But expect delays, the governor says, because it's just not enough vaccine to go around. Though, thankfully, states now know the weekly number. So at least we can plan and we can tell the local governments, this is the number you're going to get next week. You don't have it yet, but this is what you're going to get. So uh, it has smoothed out the scheduling. And they are scheduling. City Field opens tomorrow for people in Queens, and they're going to split the doses in half, some for one group, some for another. Marla Diamond is live with that and with the real coronavirus trouble in Corona Queens. Marla. And uh, Wayne, a large tent has already been set up in the snowy parking lot. The city field site was to open last month, but a nationwide vaccine supply shortage delayed that. Beginning tomorrow, the city field site will be open for Queens residents and other special groups. Mayor de Blasio. 
So these are folks who we all depend on. Uh, Taxi and Limousine Commission licensed drivers, we need them to help us get around this city. They're vulnerable. We want to make sure that there are specific appointments set aside for them. Also, food service workers. A TLC license, proof of employment or address will be required and shots will be available 24-7 Wednesday through Saturday with the goal of expanding vaccinations to seven days a week once more supply is available. Yesterday in Corona, Queens, Senator uh, Chuck Schumer and Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez also announced that the funeral expenses of uh, people who, who could not afford to, uh, to for these funerals uh, will be reimbursed by FEMA up to $7,000. FEMA had a similar program after Hurricane Sandy. Wayne? Marta Diamond, thank you for that. Uh, New Jersey had to delay the CVS pharmacy shots by a couple of days. Appointments now will start Thursday for shots beginning on Friday. Connecticut today begins booking a fresh group of eligible people. Sean Adams is live in Bridgeport. Sean, they're lowering the age of eligibility? Yeah, they are indeed. Not one drop wasted here. No vaccine left behind. That's uh, the phrase that uh, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont is using. And, and, and here's what he means. If a site has extra doses, the governor wants them to go into the arms of folks 65 and up. He is giving that group the green light a few days ahead of schedule. You'll go to ct.gov, COVID vaccine, and um, they will be available. That's 350,000 residents. So, um that's a, a good size of our population, but many of them have been vaccinated already. Um, many of them, for example, were in nursing homes. So I'd like to think that uh, we'll be able to move through the 65 and above population um, relatively quickly. He expects it will take about a month. Then sometime in March, the rest of Group 1B uh, will get their shots. Educators, folks who work in food services, public transit manufacturing, agriculture, Meanwhile, infection rates are dropping across Connecticut. Hard-hit Bridgeport is uh, seeing a big decline. The governor notes fewer people are getting COVID in nursing homes, and that tells him the vaccine is saving lives. Wayne? That's Sean Adams. Let's talk about our cities. The decline of our cities. What decline? Don't believe it. Joe Connolly's here with this morning's Joe Connolly story. All righty, Wayne. A Harris poll says 7 out of 10 people in New York remain firmly committed to the city and still prefer to live in the city. Those in their 20s prefer the city by the largest amount nationwide. And a Bloomberg opinion column says young and ambitious move to New York, not Austin. And with vaccines being administered every week, 2021 might actually be a once-in-a-generation opportunity for young, ambitious people to get bargain pricing in New York. Investment advisor Connor Sen says if New York City were a stock, it would be a quality growth stock that's been knocked down temporarily. A value investor might say, well, it still remains a little expensive, and there are cheaper stocks out there, but that ignores all the reasons stock in New York was expensive to begin with. Working remotely is great for the right person, especially in a more established phase of life. But it may not be the case for someone early in their career and trying to build their network and their skills. For them, he says, nothing beats the experience of in-person contacts and being exposed to countless other people in one's industry from whom they can learn and grow. As so many of us established now, Wayne, know, oh, those early days in the city were so stimulating, thrilling oh, even yeah. for many people.
Yep, still are. Thank you, Joe. It matters where you get your news. In New Jersey, COVID infection rates are trending downward. This is the day New York runs out of its vaccine again. Many COVID vaccine sites had long lines. People already lining up in the freezing cold. Indoor dining resumes in New York City two days ahead of schedule. WCBS 880, live, local, always on. The impeachment trial starts today. What to know? Coming up next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now in the Morning News Roundup with the weather day ahead, the Exergen update. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Yep, it's starting to snow, isn't it? It is, Wayne, and it's uh, the northern third of New Jersey, north of 78, as well as uh, just about all the Hudson Valley, lower and mid-Hudson Valley, and right through the entire western portion of Connecticut. Light snow and flurries, and it really doesn't matter how heavy it is because the ground there is frozen solid from previous snows and the fact that it's in the teens, so it gets slippery very, very quickly, even in the treated portions from, uh, you know, from the previous snows. Now, the southern portion of that line has not dropped at all over the last hour or so. So uh, New York City, the Central Park itself, on south through central New Jersey and also eastward across Long Island, hasn't seen anything just yet. There may be some light snow or flurries that mixes with and changes over to rain for the coastal areas, and therefore a coating to an inch tops, I would think, on some of the colder areas but two to four inches in the areas that are getting the snow right now. So you are under a winter weather advisory north and west of 287 and uh, in Connecticut as well, especially north of the Merritt. Now, by tonight, the system's gone. Partial clearing, 20 to 25. Wednesday, partly sunny. It's a cold 30. And then Wednesday night into Thursday and Friday. Sounds like a long period of time, but it's not steady. It looks like it's going to be intermittent light snow or flurries. And temperatures just 28 to 32. Right now it's 29, and the humidity. 69%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. So here's the scenario. A president is impeached, and the Senate, knowing the votes probably are not there to convict, holds a trial anyway. That's what happened on this date with Bill Clinton 22 years ago. By coincidence, same date, February 9th. CBS's Deborah Alfaron hears from the New York congressman who is prosecuting today's case. The only logical conclusion is that Donald Trump should be convicted. New York Democrat Hakeem Jeffries was an impeachment manager in President Trump's first trial. Connecting the dots is going to be an important part of what the House impeachment managers do as it relates to how we arrived at January 6th, connected to the big lie that Donald Trump told. Democrats are not expected to call any witnesses, instead choosing to show video evidence. Deborah Alfaron, CBS News, Washington. So it starts at 1 o'clock this afternoon. A two-thirds vote of the Senate would be needed to convict Donald Trump of the charge of inciting an insurrection. This is a supreme song with the lead singer Mary Wilson. Not too many have had Mary Wilson leads. There were 14 in all, and this is one of them. We bring this to you because, as we mentioned at the top, Mary Wilson died overnight at the age of 76 outside of Las Vegas. One of the original Supremes. It's the morning news roundup. Major League Baseball and the players have now agreed to health and safety protocols. They're similar to last season, except, Brad Heller, you have one obvious omission. 
Yeah, Wayne, good morning. Still no universal designated hitter because that's technically not considered health and safety. That's considered an economic matter, although it is about safety because you'd be asking pitchers in the National League to hit something they haven't done in two years. The league doesn't want to add the DH in both leagues unless the union agrees to expanded playoffs, which it has said repeatedly that it's not going to do. Now, what we are going to see for sure, we are going to see seven inning double headers again this season. We're also going to see a runner on second base to start extra innings. Both of those rules meant to limit the time at the ballpark for the teams and the players. Last year, 78 extra innings games, the longest one only going 13 innings. It's still possible, Wayne, we could see the universal DH and the expanded postseason. Last year, the expanded postseason was agreed upon right before the season started. So, Brad, the Islanders shut out the Rangers at the Garden, but when are we going to see the Devils play again? Yeah, as of now, not until February 16th at the earliest. Three more games postponed for Jersey because of COVID protocols. That is now six total. They've been shut down since February 1st. The NHL has a little bit of a problem on its hands. The Sabres and the Minnesota Wild are also on pause right now. The Islanders did beat the Rangers 2-0 at MSG last night. Semyon Varlamov made 30 saves, the first Islander goalie to shut out the Rangers twice in the same season. And the UConn women are on their way to number one again. The second-ranked Huskies knocked off top-ranked South Carolina in overtime last night. Freshman Paige Beckers is the Huskies' newest star. She scored 31 points her third straight game with at least 30. It's a Tuesday morning news roundup, February 9th. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Here are three things to know. We just got word from a World Health Organization expert in Wuhan who says it is unlikely the virus leaked from a Chinese laboratory. Most probably they're saying it jumped from people, excuse me, jumped to people from an animal, but not directly. They think it went from an animal to an animal to human. That's the most likely scenario from what they're seeing so far, and there are several weeks of being in Wuhan. Second thing to know, by simply drinking their faucet water, people in Oldsmar, Florida would have been poisoned if not for a very alert water supply employee who saw something was off. A hacker tried to increase levels of sodium hydroxide lye to 100 times what is typical. Now, why is there lye in the water to begin with? To treat water acidity. But CNN says there are redundancies, so it probably wouldn't have poisoned anybody. It takes 24 to 36 hours for tainted water to reach the water supply. Third thing, today is a holiday that most of us will absolutely love to honor. It's National Pizza Day. Pizza historians will tell you pizza took the United States by storm before it became popular in its native Italy. And if you think Jersey pizza is better than New York, well, then you've apparently forgotten Connecticut and the pizza haven known as New Haven. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, February 9th. 2016, the first presidential primary. For Democrats, Bernie Sanders wins. For Republicans, CBS's Major Garrett reported. Donald Trump crushed his Republican rivals in New Hampshire, winning here, essentially becoming a galvanizing voice for their hostility with Washington and Republican Party leaders inside the Beltway. 2013, a big blizzard dumps 38 inches on Connecticut. 2009, A-Rod's bombshell, admitting to using performance-enhancing drugs with the Texas Rangers. All these years, I never thought I, I did anything that was, that was wrong. In 2004, digital downloads toppled tower records. Once so famous, John Lennon did their commercial. At Tower, you'll find tens of thousands of your favorite LPs and tapes and a few drunk pop stars. It was no party in 1999 when the Senate trial began for Bill Clinton's impeachment. Republican Senator Larry Craig told reporters, The speeches are not all invigoratingly dynamic. <laughs> Both parties acknowledged conviction could not be attained. 
And there was no conviction on this date in 1994, John Gotti. Acquitted of charges, he commissioned the Westies gang to shoot a union official in Hell's Kitchen. His barber, Vito Bollettieri, told CBS's Anthony Mason. He likes his hair extremely perfect. He's such a gentleman that, you know, you really, uh, you can't believe it. This was the day of the British invasion in New York City at the Ed Sullivan Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, the first appearance by the Beatles. So raucous you could barely hear old Ed say their name in 1964. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.